0: Today's episode is brought to you by the B Real Podcasting Network.
1: For more episodes like this, check out network.com Ah, oh, another beautiful evening to record a podcast. Oh yeah, it's 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 bitter, it's cold. It's just the way we like it.
0: Last weekend, it was like 75 degrees. I was wearing shorts. This weekend, it's like 25.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's
0: nonsense.
1: I had to warm my car up before I came here. Let's put it that way.
0: They say, March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, I was going to say, what what does that even mean? Sounds pretty gay to me.
1: (laughs) How's it going, Adam? Uh, I'm feeling kind of weird right now. Weird, getting Weird. weird. uh I'm gonna tell you why. Why I'm well, feeling weird right now. Why are you weird? Um so before I came here I took a shower, I got dressed, and I put my socks on, I put my shoes on, and I got in my car, started driving here, and, and I felt something a little weird in my foot. Um yeah, and I checked it out there's a hole in my sock. And the hole is right next to right in front of the toe, that's next to the big toe. So like that toe constantly pokes out. You like know the that, mommy toe? Yeah, what is that is that what it's called? The mommy know, like, toe? like it's, daddy it's, finger, mommy finger. You know the, the No, I don't know what you're finger, talking about. Daddy finger,
0: daddy finger where? Go look on the YouTube. You know all these Asian fam finger family. Oh, it's fucked up. Anyway, so yeah, I know what you mean. Asian, that toe. Asian
1: finger bang? Is yeah, so you're talking. No, um so right now my toe is like I'm trying to maneuver back in of my sock but it keeps slipping through Mm -hmm. and it's it's one of those things where like you know those socks that have individual divots for the toes like individual sections i'm i'm right now wondering how the fuck do people wear those things it feels weird as shit right now hmm i hit Hmm. the point where it's like i'm just gonna i'm gonna try to rip the sock as much as i can because i'm gonna throw it away anyway yeah there's no way i can wear it
0: I think i talked about this on the podcast before though you like (laughs) called me weird or something i don't know did you ever be completely naked and have your boots on? No. It's the weirdest feeling,
1: man. Yeah, you talked about the I you, talked about you, this before. You chased your dog outside. I did. Something. I chased
0: the dog <laughs> just completely bare-ass naked, wiener flopping around, and you got your big shit kickers on or whatever. <laughs> it's the weirdest feeling ever. You just feel like, ah, oh, like, yeah, man. That's weird. I don't want to get into that again. We've already talked about that on the that's podcast. Weird. But, but yeah, I'm feeling a little weird that's, right that's now. That's a little weirder than having a hole in your sock with your toe escaping. So. Yeah.
1: It's it's a little it's just a little bit.
0: Okay. Well, I hope I hope that works out for you. Beer of the
1: show. Beer of the episode. Let's
0: do it. So, I went to Nebraska. Did you? I was in Nebraska. It was good. It was a nice trip, but it was really short. So, we drove. We drove out to Nebraska. That's it was gross. a 15-hour drive.
1: That's That's disgusting.
0: Kristen and I and both the girls drove 15 hours. It was awful. We got there and we spent 1 day in Nebraska and then turned around and drove back. So we did more traveling than we actually did being in
1: Nebraska at that point, it's like, why bother? Like, yeah, why bother I, I going regret all the way it.
0: I, re- I mean, we had a really nice time. The one day we were there, we went to see my sister's gymnastics meet, and it was a good time. But it was too quick, too fast. The turnaround, like we drive to Florida every year, and that's like a sixteen-hour drive. But you're there for a week. Plus, you're in fucking Florida, and it's warm, and there's palm trees, and, and the beach. And there's racists,
1: and, and everywhere, there
0: there's no black people. Well, that's everywhere, Adam. This is Donald Trump's America. Everyone's racist now. Let's, but be, f- let's be fair. Not, not true. So, it was just a really rough drive to and from, but being there was nice.
1: Would you say you were rough riders?
0: Ride or die. So while I was there, I picked up some Nebraska beer.
1: Nebraskian Nebraska beer.
0: Nebraska beer. I said, let me get some beer out here in the Cornhusker <laughs> State and bring it home and make it the beer of the show. So what I got was the Zipline Brewing Company from Lincoln, Nebraska. And this is the Zipline
1: what's it called? Copper, Copper Alt. Alt? That's what I was reading. Yeah, Copper Alt. Copper Alt. That's what Alt. It looks like.
0: And I bought this because I was really, really intrigued. It is a hybrid beer. Part ale, part lager. I can taste the lager. Okay. So I haven't tried it yet, so I'm going to right now. Go ahead. Oh yeah. That's good.
1: That's really good. Oh yeah. That's good.
0: You betcha. Um I like that. It definitely tastes it has it has the body of a lager. Oh yeah. But it kind of has the finish of an ale. That's that's unique. I really like it. It's almost
1: it. like they combine the two. It really is. Yeah. It's yeah. Almost, but oh, it's good. You want to go first? I can go first. Um you can definitely taste the lager ale combination that is in it. Um, it's a bit of a it's it's not a light beer, but it's not too dark either. It's not heavy. Um
0: got like a caramel color yeah, to it, yeah. Um
1: it doesn't sit at the bottom of your stomach, which is always a good thing. I would probably give it three point five. Oh, really? Give it a three point five. It's 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 a it's a good solid beer. Um uniqueness only in that it is a lager ale mix. Other than that, it's just kinda it's kind of there. It's it's good. It's a good beer. Um, definitely worth a try.
0: Wow, I like I like this beer a lot. Um, I'm gonna give it a four point five, Adam. That's how much I like it. I really do. It's a good drink. It's uh, it's one I feel like I can drink a lot of. It. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, I already said, I already put my piece out there. It is. Has the body of a lager but the finish of an ale, and when they call it a hybrid of the two, they really nailed it with that. Um, I
1: think maybe the reason why I'm giving it a 3.5 is because I don't have a, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I have a lot to say about it. It's, it's, it's not, it's not an average beer, but it is an average beer. I guess is the way you'd want to put Cause it. Because that like, makes a whole bunch of sense. Well, it's not an average beer in that, hey, it's a lager and ale combined, like it's a mixture. That's really cool, and then you drink it, it's like, oh, it's. Kind of a kind of a very plain lagery ale taste. Like there's no, I hate to use this phrase all the time. Wow factor involved in it. Like it tastes good. Um, so it's a, it's a it's a really good beer. Um, it's almost like
0: I feel like I taste like the Bavarian style to it, which would be kind of like a lager. Like you get that. Yeah. Get that Bavarian style beer, which I really enjoy. I like there's a. There's a local place around here that's a a German club. And they have a lot of German and uh, (coughs) Belgium beers that are great. This kind of reminds me of something I would have there. I don't know why. I'm just just getting that vibe. But I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. So that's the Zipline Brewing Company Copper Alt, the hybrid beer. Definitely recommend it. I don't know if you can get this too many places outside of the Nebraska area. Like I said, it's from Lincoln, Nebraska. So I've never seen it around here. You know, western Pennsylvania, eastern Ohio where we live. But that doesn't mean it's not other places. So I would recommend it. If you guys are wherever and you happen to see a zipline beer, give
1: them a try. It's good stuff. It's pretty, pretty. Pretty, pretty, good. So, Scott. Yes, sir. You saw a movie recently. I did.
0: You, I you did, did yeah. see a movie I recently. Saw, I saw a movie, and I... I've been people who pe- Yes, people who listen to this podcast know I have two young daughters, a job, a life, a wife, a wife who runs the <laughs> life. So, I don't get to the movies as often as I like. A lot of times I have to wait till new releases come out on DVD, and then I can go to the local video store and rent it to watch it at home. I don't get to the theater as much as I'd really like to, but I got to the theater to see a movie that I had been dying to see. I've been telling you to see it. And it's been out for a long time. It's been out so long that I actually saw it at the Cheap Theater. In our town here, we have we have two theaters. The good We theater. have the good, I'm uh, using air quotes, that is the luxury, you know, the new the, releases. Well, luxury the,
1: for our town.
0: It's, it's pretty nice. I well, mean, I've been to not some... Not as nice as a lot of other places. No, though. I've been to some big cities, and I've been to some really nice ones where you... You have the button, you know the button. There's actually yeah. waiters that come and wait. I know on what you're here. talking about, but they don't bother you because they want you to watch the movies. So they don't come. They only come if you push the button. I've always wanted to go to one of those. I've never been. And you been. and you and you can order like cheeseburgers and freaking steaks, and they like bring it out like a freaking three course meal while you're watching your movie. Stuff that stuff's great. That's that's heaven right that's there. That's awesome. You know, we don't have that here, no. but it's no. still a really nice theater. Oh I, yeah, I, I would put it up against most town. Small town theaters. It's really it's good. It's good, and they they have all the new releases. They have like the high def screens and the well. The other theater in town. Then there's the other guys. And let me tell you, when I was a kid, the new we call it the good theater wasn't around.
1: No, it it was just this theater. We
0: only had this theater, and it's all we knew. We thought it was great, and then the new one came and basically put it out of business, and
1: I mean the, it's still kicking around a little bit. I mean they've they've got one staff The Good number. Theater,
0: the Good Theater bought the Old Theater. Did they? Yes, they own both. The same company owns both. So the Good Theater plays all the brand new hyped up movies, the new releases, where the other theater plays, you know, the movies that have already been at the new theater for several months. <clears throat> Then they send them over, the, and they're, they're cheaper. They're the hand downs I saw Rogue One, Adam. Yes, you did. It has, it has did. been out for a long It's been out since, like, Christmas. And I it's feel, March.
1: I feel really bad that you saw it in that theater because... I paid $3. Yeah, That's a good deal. I, w- I will never go to that theater again. Why? Unless I absolutely have to. I like the it. The screen is grainy and horrible. The sound is terrible. Like, it's it's really really bad like i felt like i was watching
0: like star wars a new hope back in the 1970s That's exactly the I exactly i loved it, it it's was,
1: horrible it, it was it's terrible it was like, so old-timey and quaint. i loved it, it, it. terrible god off the screen oh. is tiny like i feel like i've i don't i don't oh my god i like most movie theaters you get to say like they're big enough where it's like oh my god so many people can fit in here like my house could fit in here almost and stuff where it's like you go to that theater, it's like, yeah, like my this theater might fit in my house, like not you know what I'm saying, like it's tiny, it's tiny, it's, it doesn't it matter. doesn't have good um acoustics, I guess is what you would say, like maybe that's the reason why the sound sucks, maybe it's not the speakers, maybe it's the walls, but it's horrible, I think it's, it's a little terrible. bit of everything it's but terrible.
0: like I said yes. earlier, it's the theater I grew up with. we didn't have the nice new, flashy <laughs> one. We only had this theater, and we didn't know any better. Hell, that was the 1980s and 1990s. There really wasn't good quality
1: back then. That's what you got. That's the only thing you could get. Listen, you're you're a husband and you're a dad now. I feel like I'm looking at your future self. Where it's like, you know, back in the '80s, well, back in the 19 odd '80s, wrong. we didn't have we didn't have virtual reality theaters like you whippersnappers <laughs> have today. You know, we had to we
0: didn't have holodecks where you could screw animated people. Like we didn't have any of that. We had to jerk off to television.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We, had, we just had a box of Kleenex and a bottle of lotion. We had to get Penny's catalogs and turn to the Brazier section. <laughs> we had to use our imagination.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I like the old theater. It made me feel young again, because that's the theater. Like, I went on dates with
1: girls when
0: I was a kid. Like,
1: Emphasis on girls. Like,
0: Yeah. Like, I went with groups of friends. Like, as a kid, like, there are good memories about that stuff. I mean, yeah, it's not all it's cracked up to be, but just the nostalgia for me. Really, really got it. And I liked the movie, Adam.
1: I liked it. Before we talk, I can't remember if I talked about it on the show. I described it to you as being right up there with Empire. That's how that's how good I thought this movie mm-hmm. was. It was right up there with Empire. I never said it was better than Empire, but I said it was right up there with Empire. It's almost the perfect Star Wars movie. Almost. So that's that's how I feel about it, but I wanted to gauge your thought. Because I've been I've been dying for you to watch the movie. I'm like we're both Star Wars fans. Like what did you think of it?
0: Um I wouldn't go that far. I really enjoyed it. Get out. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I just think I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it with Empire or even Jedi for that matter. I
1: oh, is listen, first listen. Of all, I have a guilty pleasure with Jedi. Jedi is great, but like it's not. It's not a perfect movie. It's by far. Did I ever perfect say movie? it was a perfect like,
0: movie? I think Empire might be close to being a perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. I really like. Jedi, I think that's my second favorite one. I like it better than A New Hope. You just like the Muppets. I do like the Muppets. Everybody shits on the damn Ewoks. I don't think they're that
1: bad, really. You know what's really funny about that? When we did our like top, we back back a long time ago, we did like our top like horror movies or whatever like that. We like top ten horror movies or whatever. Yeah, I remember. Everybody yeah. shit on me for talking about Chucky. And talking about Chucky, I, never, saying, I like, didn't. I didn't. You you didn't? I, didn't. I I swore you did, but like everybody shit on me for talking about Chucky. But then, I never mind. Then okay, never mind. If you did not, then I will. I will not finish that thought. I no, was going to say. Didn't. I did. I was going to say you shit on me for you know the killer doll Chucky, but you're all about the teddy bears that can fight the empire. But never mind.
0: Real I mean, I don't think Child's Play is very realistic at all. I mean, a freaking doll right. comes at me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go uh Adam Venateri on him. I'm gonna give him a big punt. And, and I'm gonna kick
1: him through the uprights. And then the fluffy teddy bears that can, you know, fight the armored the up blaster thing. stormtroopers, you know. Yeah, do the same thing. They're very realistic. No, too. I'm not
0: saying it's realistic. I just enjoy it. I like That's fair enough. I like fair it. Enough. Fair enough. And um <laughs> anyway, Rogue we're One though about Rogue One Rogue One, um I tell you what I wasn't impressed with and I was really looking forward to I think you and both you and Brandon talked up the space battle scenes. I wanted more. I wanted more of that. They showed clips and bits and pieces. Then it was back to the planets.
1: Okay, back to what are the what are what are the heroes doing? Here's I'm I'm going to defend those scenes to you right now. They were good. I wanted more of that. It. Gave me well. Here's well. First of all, the thing to remember is it's not it's a it's not Star Wars. It's a Star Wars story. So they had to cut back and forth. And they did the same thing in Return of the Jedi. They cut back and forth between the ground combat and the space combat, too. So they did the same thing. But it gave me what I wanted in the Star Wars movie that I've been wanting for a long time. Forget the prequel movies, because they did this, too, but they did this horribly. I wanted large-scale space battles. I wanted a, at least one large-scale space battle where it was like starships and destroyers and fighter planes and you know all this other shit going on. And it gave me two things. It gave me that, and it gave me large-scale ground combat. The ground combat on the planet, where they were fighting to get the Death Star plans. <coughs> at first, I was like, when when it was just the. Uh, uh, by the way, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna do spoilers this time. I think it's been out long enough and. I, there may be certain things we won't talk about, but there are certain things we will and I'm gonna talk about this when they go to the planet to get the death star plans um there was like what fifteen people in that ship or whatever and I was looking at that and I was like, oh, that's a little disappointing like when I saw the commercials, I was expecting like you know large battle how are these fifteen people gonna you know fight the empire that's on this planet and all the AT-ATs and everything and I was like that's that's a little disappointing, but then when it came out that you know the rest of the rebel fleet just warps in and then all those drop ships drop into the planet i was like that's what i fucking want right there that's 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 what i want and then all these troops drop in and it's just these large-scale combat and like and there were like tie fighters and x-wings fighting each other like just flying around there were freaking star rebel starships and star destroyers fighting each other like back and forth and
0: where was admiral <laughs> Akbar?
1: He might not have been admiral at the time. Well, because there was there because there was the that one fish face dude. The what are what, they called? I, the calamari or something? The, the calamari.
0: I think they're called like the something calamari or something. Well, the, but the, but that's a. That's the the a, species of yeah, alien yeah. that that the fish admiral, face, the fish face, yeah,
1: like that. But that's a good that's a good thought process that you can hit because I thought about that too. It's like, where's Admiral Ackbar? Shouldn't he be involved in this and everything? Should be
0: up the kicking ass. And then I thought about, him. it. I was
1: like, maybe he, that's why he's admiral now because this other one was admiral. He was in charge of the fleet, and he got spoilers. He gets captured by the empire. Like when they try, when they get the plans, they try to make their break. Darth Vader and his badass freaking Star Destroyer warp in and stop the ships and everything like like that's how badass his star destroyer is and like that's how he became admiral he became admiral of a broken fleet like the he took as many ships as he could to go get these death star plans and he got caught with his pants down basically and well they knew they knew what
0: they were getting themselves they knew what
1: they were getting themselves into but i that's why basically like the school board voted no yeah but I mean, that's why Admiral—that's why Akbar became admiral. Then at that point, it's like, well, we need another admiral for the fleet. Like he's probably the next highest-ranking uh, soldier, like like uh, or officer. Like let's make him the admiral of the fleet. That's—I think that's what it was. And I think also that at this time, when the—I can't remember if it was then or if it's more recent—the actor that played Akbar is dead. Like the dude that does a voice for him and everything. Like he's de- he's he's dead now.
0: Yeah, but a so, lot of them are.
1: A lot of those actors are. Yeah, but I mean, I think that was a good. That was a good way of like. I think they want to try to limit the amount of people as much as they could uh, from the original one and try to tell a different story. They had. They
0: showed Grand Moff Tarkin. He's
1: dead. They yeah, showed Princess was, Leia. A, he, she's dead. Grand Moff Tarkin was a necessary person in that story because he took control of the Death Star. He was in charge, basically in charge of the Death Star in the future, in A New Hope. So, you know, you had to show how he became in charge of it. And then they showed Darth Vader, obviously, which I heard this said before, and I totally agree with it. It brought back the scariness that is Darth Vader. The villain Darth Vader. The prequel trilogy's ruined fucking Darth Vader for us. The no bullshit and everything like that. Like, his whiny little bullshitness. And it it brought back, to me, Darth Vader as, like, the the just terrible villain that he is i don't know how you thought about the scenes there were so few scenes with him in but every scene was gold every scene was gold
0: you already brought it up i love the ending how it completely goes into a new hope it, yeah you see princess leia getting the plans giving him to the droid you see this yeah and you see darth vader right on her tail like about to cap like literally instantly a new hope starts yeah right from this movie loved that loved that i
1: probably my favorite scene in the movie was the end when darth vader boards uh that big starship that leia's ship was docked into mm-hmm. and they're in that dark hallway and then the the two rebels have the plans and the doors jammed. they're like like help us help us, help us. and then they hear something behind them and then they look behind them and there's just that still mm-hmm. just darkness in there and then you just hear darth vader's breathing and then and then the freaking red lightsaber lights up, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" That was the most badass scene I think I've ever seen because he fucks them up hardcore. Like he destroys those rebels. Like it was, it was great.
0: Who was your favorite character?
1: Um, I gotta be honest, with you, I like Jin, the main character. I was a big fan of her. Um. I really enjoyed her story. I really um, liked her transformation from somebody who didn't care about the rebellion to somebody who was fighting to save her father to somebody who uh, decided that they wanted to catch the Death Star, get the Death Star plans and, you know, say, stop the Empire from this, finishing the, de- or not finish the development, but stop the Empire from having the super weapon that nobody could fight against. There was a criticism about that that I know somebody had mentioned. I can't remember who. They said that it, it didn't really make sense, her transformation from, I don't like the Rebellion to, now I want to work with the Rebellion. There was there was that criticism. I can, I can understand that criticism, but I also would argue that she wasn't really doing it for the Rebellion. She was doing it for her father. She
0: was doing it for her father. Yes, yes I was going to say that. She, was, she had an ulterior motive. I mean...
1: I think my second favorite character was um uh, the Asian uh, uh guy. Oh the the blind Asian. Yeah. guy? yeah. What was his name? I gotta pull up the IMDb for this. Um, he was probably just because I don't I, even remember his name. Just because, well, he's like a pretty well known actor. Um, just because I I love the mystery of his backstory. To like where you can speculate like who was he like he obviously wasn't a Jedi but like what, what like was he just some person that was well known to the Jedi and was working with them. Like my theory theory was uh, when order 66 happened um, and all the Jedi got dis- killed. My theory was he was a Jedi trainee that escaped like a young child. And that's the reason why he's sensitive in the force. He can sense it, but he can't wield the force because he never went, finished his training. Mm. That was my theory with it, because he seems like he's religiously devoted to the force. To the point where it's like he had to be involved with the Jedi somehow. Who is your favorite character?
0: I like well, I like him as an actor so much. Diego Luna, who played Cassian. I just really love Diego Luna as an actor. I don't know if you've ever seen the animated film The Book of Life. Not Disney. It's not Disney, but he's the main character in that. Him and Channing Tatum. I don't and think I, I saw that. I love it. I own it, so I'll, <laughs> I'll let you borrow it. It's. He is so great. So great. I really... Because I kept hearing his voice, it made me think of this animated film. So I had... I was forced to really like him. Um, and you really saw the inner conflict with him as a character.
1: Yeah. You did. Um, oh, by the way, that actor, the Asian actor's name, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Wow. He's, he's apparently a pretty um, Let me pull up his IMDb. I just pulled up Rogue One's IMDb. He was in...
0: Because I didn't recognize him. I thought he did a nice
1: job, though. He's done a lot of stuff. He, uh... Hang on a second. Hold on. Hold on. He was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. I go... Oh, he was... Uh, it Man. It Man. IP Man. You know, the Asian... The blind... Uh, samurai, whatever it is. The, the Asian story. Like, I've always wanted to watch those movies, but I never got around to doing that. Um Keep blind in that, too? Yeah. Jeez. He's he's a blind he's a blind swordsman. Is he
0: blind in real life? No, maybe.
1: Play, uh he apparently Typecast was in, as the blind Asian martial arts master. He was apparently in Blade 2, also. Um I don't know who he played in there, but what you said was the um uh the one character, you saw his inner conflict. Cassian? Cassian. You saw his inner conflict of like his job versus what he wanted to do, like I thought the movie, the movie did two two great things for me from the beginning. Number one, it showed, I think, the scale of the universe in a better way than any Star Wars has almost. And let me explain that. <coughs> obviously, it's universe. Obviously, the, the it's not all d- devoted to one planet. that goes planet to planet, planet, everything like this. I feel like this movie showed the scale of the universe better than any movie ever did like the people that live on other planets on other moons the way the empire works like you've got you've got the planet that ray is a child when you start the movie that she's on then when she's a prisoner she's on that uh prisoner prison planet or whatever with that small group of uh empire troops that are you know uh working the sl or the prisoners i, I don't want to say slaves but they might as well say it but they're working the troops and then the rebellion comes and breaks her free like almost with no trouble at all um it just shows the scale of the the universe and how large everything is and the reach of the empire the way it actually is
0: I would argue that the prequel trilogy, albeit I've mentioned how much I loathe <clears throat> those movies, but I would argue that they kind of did more of that of like the expanded universe almost too much yeah. almost like overwhelming us with information because. Think about it. It, I think think that's the reason why. It's the dawn of, like, it's the the prime age of the Jedi. The Republic is going strong. It's basically like the whole universe, the whole galaxy can just hold hands and sing kumbaya. There's not a Star Wars going on currently. So it's basically like, oh, we'll just fly here and fly here and fly there. They go to so many planets that your head wanted to explode. So I feel like that actually showed you how massive. It's
1: true. It's it's the same argument you know, I'd make like whenever I was saying like I would I I'm wait I was waiting for, you know, large scale space battles and ground battles and everything like that. And I took the prequel trilogy out of that because Yes, it did show that, but it's one of those things where it's almost like less is more kind of thing. Where it's like, for example, they had large scale space battles in the prequel trilogy and it was boring and it was dumb and it was really cartoony and you know they didn't it seemed like that nobody took it seriously like every time you know anakin and obi-wan were in a space battle they were making jokes and quips to each other and everything and i'm like this isn't what i want i want war this is war people like this is not what's going on it's like you two are playing a first person shooter and just kind of like sitting in your homes like hey check that out like what's going on here like all this other shit i think that's that's kind of what it was more serious I guess is what I would say in Rogue One. That's the reason why I feel like it kind of showed the scale a little bit more.
0: I can't argue that. But you know I love the shit on those episode yeah, one, absolutely. two, and three. So, and the They other, deserve it.
1: And the other point I was going to make what this movie showed was the fact that the Rebellion wasn't all good the way you you would think it is. They had their assassins, their hitman, their spies, their Forrest Whitaker was
0: like the Tea Party fringe yeah. alt right, which is of the of the rebellion, which
1: is also a really good point too. It also showed that there was a split rebellion within the rebellion. Like there were there was another there was a, almost a second rebellion that wasn't going with the rules of the original rebellion. So there was like almost like an infighting.
0: I was kind of disappointed. <coughs> In the Forrest Whitaker character. Really? I was. I felt like you saw him on the trailers, you saw him on the previews. Because he's Forrest Whitaker, that's why. And he, he, he strolls in with his robot leg and his Forrest Whitaker eye, and it's like, time to fuck shit up. And then he like doesn't leave his one room that he's in
1: the whole movie. Well, it's like, it's like J- Jared Leto as a Joker in Suicide Squad. They threw his face over every single trailer, and you thought, to the point where everybody was speculating, could he be the villain? Like, could the Suicide Squad be fighting Joker's people? And he was hardly in the fucking movie at all. So... Yeah, I
0: felt like... It was to sell tickets. I think, for- I think Forrest Whitaker's a-, a fabulous actor. I think oh, he's, he's great. he's amazing. He's great. I was excited for his character, <laughs> and they, like, portrayed him as a douche. A total, utter douche. And... He went out like a bitch. Let's be honest. Like, I re- mean, Jin's gonna run to get to the ship. Like, I get it. You have a robot leg, but are you gonna like try? What I, like, I think it was just...
1: more like he didn't like he didn't want to run from what the Empire is doing, and he felt like his time was up. He, I think what it is is he felt like he gave the information he needed to, go to Jin. Jin's gonna go try and steal the Death Star plan so they could take out the, the Empire's ultimate weapon. Like, there's not really much else he can do. I think in the end he kind of started to recognize maybe his way of doing things wasn't the best way to do them. Um, because he wasn't making any progress.
0: I mean, all they did was talk, was can- about, talk about how ruthless they were. <clears throat> they didn't really show anything, like, out of the ordinary. Like, and also... The one- they captured the pilot guy... They if they would have been ISIS, they would have beheaded them, motherfucker. <laughs> but no, they, they're not that bad. They were. Just I mean. More fake news from the rebellion, <laughs> you know, portraying those guys as these horrible people that they really
1: weren't. One of my favorite characters was K2SO. K2SO, the, M- M- uh, the Empire droid reprogrammed. How funny and hilarious was that character? He was better than <clears throat> C3PO. He is, definitely. The person who did the voice run, he did. He played the pilot in Firefly. I know you never seen Firefly, and you would and love. You've it. You've been bitching at me for a long time. You would enjoy the show, but he—he's. I'm pretty sure he's the one that did the Alan Tudyk is the one that did the voice for him. Um, just the sarg, yeah. Just the sarcasm and the jokes and the quips that that droid or that droid brought. Like it was, it was hilarious. Like every time he opened, or I would say he opened his mouth. Every time he said something, it was. Just pure, like, I don't want to say gold, but maybe silver? <laughs> pure silver? Yeah, so. I liked him.
0: I liked him. He was good.
1: <clears throat> so, overall, you liked the movie? Yeah, I did. Would you Would you buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out? Did you like it that much? Here, Here's actually a better way to do it. Did you like it better than Force Awakens?
0: If you're asking me this question currently, right now... Yes. As I'm sitting here, the answer to that is yes. Okay. But I will say that when I went and watched The Force Awakens in the theater, and I came out of it, I was so emotional, so... Like, just the emotions going through my body at that time were all are off the charts. I left thinking I absolutely loved that movie. Han Solo, my favorite character, hands down in all of the Star Wars universe, expanded universe, all of the above, maybe one of my favorite characters in all of cinema. I love, love, love Han Solo. To see his demise happen in the fashion that it did in front of my eyes was gut-wrenching. It, was, it ripped my heart from my chest cavity. That's what, that's what made me like that movie so much when I left the theater. i since watched it two and three other times, and I'm sitting there, and the shock from that has come and gone. I've gone through the five stages of grief, and I sit there and go, this movie is basically A New Hope. Everybody said that from the beginning, dude. Well, I couldn't get past the whole Han Solo thing, <laughs> motherfucker, Okay. <laughs>
1: It is busy. and I get evil. it.
0: Obi Wan died in that one. Okay, so you could. There's more comparisons to be yeah. drawn. Okay, I understand it. But at the time, and I'm bad at doing this. When I see movies in the theater, I've said this on the show before.
1: I become, I become engulfed. You, you said I, when I see movies. I heard you say when I see boobies. The boobies. Theater, no, well, those too them's two. Them's two. <laughs> but when I see movies in the
0: theater, I just become engulfed in everything. I become a part of the story. I become invested. That's how I like to be. So told. when I leave, even if it's like a shit film. After I leave it, I still feel a little bit better about it than I would normally because I just had the great... I love the movie theater experience, Adam. I love it. I get popcorn, a big frickin' supersized watered-down cherry Pepsi. I get Raisinets and Junior Mints, and I sit there with a smile on my face. I silence my phone, leave me alone for the next two and a half hours or however long a film might be. I love the experience. Of going to the movie theater. That's why I regret not being able to do it as often. So when I saw A New Hope in the theater. It got bonus points. For that. Since now I've watched it at home. No. It's lost lost some points for me. So yes I think Rogue One is better. Than The Force Awakens. Plus I had so much time. I was ready for The Force Awakens. I've been ready for The Force Awakens. Since that flaming turd. Uh Revenge of the Sith, which was a flaming turd, Adam. Any way you could dice it. The, the long answer, the short answer is yes. Short answer is yes. yes. Okay.
1: I would agree with you. I, I enjoyed it more, too. Um, my final point, and I want to see if you agree with me, I'm not going to spoil what happens in the end, but did you get emotional at the end of the movie? Um... Before Darth Vader showed up, that scene—did you get emotional? I know what you're
0: talking about. I saw
1: the writing on the wall. So, so did I. It's one of those things where it's like you knew they knew going into it. Yeah, you, they you knew. knew. You knew. You knew that this is how it's going to end, but you still didn't want it to end in that fashion. So, I mean, the prequel I, trilogy would have would have come up with some zany, off the wall way to. Super, super all right. Here's the super spoilers. If you don't want to hear the end, because I think we're we can't we can't describe it without saying it. All right, the world blows forward, up. No, <laughs> fast forward like that twenty or thirty seconds, or like a minute, or something like that. Um, sp- last chance Alderaan for spoilers. All blows up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> last chance for spoilers. They all die in the end. They all die in the end.
0: And I know that's so cliche to say. Like, oh, spoilers! Everybody dies. <laughs> No, they 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 all die.
1: But there's that scene where Jin and and Cassian are just sitting there, like on the beach. They've won the day, but the Death Star laser hits off in the distance to blow up basically. Blow I, the planet. They're up. not blowing up the planet. They're just like blowing up that area. Yeah. They so, care. like, and you, you they're just sitting there. They're hugging and they're holding hands and they're. You can see the emotion on their face, and then the blast comes, and you're like, I know it's gonna happen, but. The movie person in my mind is saying, "Is there going to be like a magic portal that opens up and sucks him in or something?" Like, yeah, like, no, it didn't. <laughs> they're, they're gone. Yeah, I I got a little emotional. I got a little I got, I got a little tear see, jerky It was and, like, "Oh, there's a
0: plot hole here." And that and they knew this going into it. This is how they had to remedy that. They used the Death Star twice. They used the Death Star twice, and both times they say. Oh, we're not gonna make it go at full power. We'll only blow up this section of the planet.
1: Use one generator.
0: Yeah, they use yeah they use one generator, right? Because in A New Hope, when they blow up Alderaan, they say this is actually a fully functional battle station, and they blow it up, and that's supposedly the first time they use it. Yeah, they say that in front of Princess Leia when she falls down, and you know Jimmy Schmitz just got blown the fuck up on the planet. <laughs> That's, they said that's the first time they used a Death Star. Well, we know from watching Rogue One, that might not necessarily be true. They've used it a couple times already, but they didn't use the full power. They could have easily just claimed they blew that whole fucking planet oh, up. Oh, yeah. Nobody would have batted an eye. So as you know, Adam, I am a Christian. Roman Catholic, to be more specific. Why? Don't judge, okay? Because, I'm not judging. I'm, because I'm Maybe going, I'm not
1: judging. Maybe I'm curious as to why, Scott.
0: I was brought up that way, and it makes me feel good. You were born... You would say you were born this way? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I guess so, for the most part. But anyway, it's Lent. It's Lent. Yeah, what is Lent? You went to Catholic school. Um, I still to this day. Jesus went to the desert I, for I, 40 days and 40 nights. And I just fasted. know you give
1: up a lot of stuff you shouldn't have to give up. Well, all
0: right. you, on Fridays, you can't eat meat. Can't eat meat on Fridays. You can eat fish. Somehow that doesn't count as a meat.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's weird too. It's a living thing. It's a thing. You know, I, technically, I, plants are living things too. So maybe you guys should just fast for Fridays. Maybe you guys should be real religious people. You know, Jesus died on the cross and then walked away. Dick. Maybe, dude. maybe I'm not you should just. That. Maybe you should just fast on Fridays for lunch. <laughs> hey, maybe I should be pope. You know? Maybe, you know, get get these good ideas out there. So I gave something up. Limped. Oh, what did you give up, sir?
0: Other than you th- th- didn't give up th- beer, did you? No, I'm drinking one right now. I would have. Okay. I was
1: so, going to say I'm going to I, commit to um,
0: that. I'm guilty of something that I do all the time, and it drives Kristen nuts. And I like to get on to social media, Twitter, and especially Facebook. Facebook's the
1: worst. No, place, and I
0: argue with people. I argue with them, <laughs> usually about politics. Sometimes about sports and religion and just all around fuckery I just I'm I can be a troll at times and I I read something and I see a comment on something and my blood boils and of course I got to add my two cents and it turns into chaos Adam I'm not doing that for 40 days I am I I can't give up social media altogether cuz for my job I I have to do things for it. Plus, for the podcast, I have to do things for it. So I'm not giving up social media. I'm not able to do that. I would if I could. But I'm not going to post any political or I guess you'll say controversial posts. And if I read something that gets my goat... I'm going to stay out of it, Scott, for
1: forty whole days. I, have, the, I haven't broken it yet. This was the wrong year to do that. It it was the wrong I, year. I
0: would say it's the right year to do that, Adam.
1: I was wondering because every, every now and then I'll go on Facebook and I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen Scott post anything You're in a while. Going like, to like, is he taking a break? Like, Wait till or what, Easter. Or, just, or what's going on? Like
0: Easter, I'm going to go buck wild. I'm going to be like, <laughs> fuck all of you. <laughs> But I was, yeah, I was, I, was con- I was a little curious about that because
1: I've seen a lot of controversial things and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, you know, Scott plus- Oh, oddly enough, Scott's not on there. You know what
0: I've been doing? I've been typing out my response, like huge, long, huge, long things, and then deleting it.
1: I could never do that. Uh, and I delete never. it and
0: it makes me, okay, okay, that's what I did. I've done it twice now. I've done that twice. I could, I could ruin once it for about,
1: you. Once about politics and once <laughs> about sports.
0: C- and I'm like, oh my god.
1: If you'd li- delete. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I could ruin that whole thing for you if you'd like. Well, um, yeah, you typing that out doesn't do anything. doesn't do anything. It doesn't help the problem. No, it doesn't. It just hurts the problem. Adam you need me- to be, if I would have you pushed need to send, be- it doesn't help the problem either. You need either. to be the social justice warrior that you have become. You need to be that guy. You know, warriors, you know, that's, that's what you are. What does arguing with some
0: dickhead on Facebook, how is that it going to solve the world's don't problems? They can't
1: win. They can't
0: win. Yeah, but I don't win. When I argue with people about politics on Facebook, I don't change their minds. They don't change my minds. It's just,
1: like I said, no, it's but, a whole bunch no, of fuckery. But it, for it shows no good you're reason. not backing down. It shows that I'm here. I'm main. Quit I'm to main, back down i'm here i may not be queer but you better get used to it
0: so i'm gonna i'm gonna be taking a little hiatus for those of you who enjoy reading my back and forths adam i know you're in that category i I,
1: i'm not gonna have popcorn for a while because i used to bake i used to cook popcorn (laughs) and just just sit down and read all that stuff
0: yeah well i'm taking a break i'm gonna i'm gonna give that up for lent and I'm not. I'm not. I guess I am advertising now. I said I'm not advertising. I haven't made the post on Facebook saying, "Hey, everybody, I'm giving up arguing with all of you douchebags." You don't want to do that. I didn't Scott. do that. You can't do it. You know what I'm doing? There's a couple people who always, who I always get into it with, that I'm friends with, and I'm. They've just been posting some real bullshit stuff, and I'm not responding. I'm not taking the bait. I'm just letting them yell into the
1: abyss. And I'm not getting involved. Scott, you can't post. You, there's no way you can post at all that you're doing that. You can't do it. I did it. it and I'm not going good. to. Good. They're going to listen to this show what, now. What they're going to do know is that they're going to start tagging you into their posts. Is what they're gonna start doing. So they make sure you get every single one. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna come at you with everything they got. I'm gonna
0: post a, like a smile emoji or something. Is something very non-confrontational.
1: Find, find a meme on the internet of that a, pic, a picture meme that's got nothing to do with anything they're talking about. Just throw it <laughs> on there.
0: <laughs> so, so um, that's me. That's me. That's I'm doing
1: it for Jesus. You're making the ultimate sacrifice.
0: I'm sacrificing because that for makes Jesus. that makes
1: up for the nails and the cross and everything. Hey, that's, this is my version of the crucifixion. <laughs> this is me. I, I am
0: stopping posting on social media for your sins, Adam.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, this might eat you, eat you up a little bit. Um, we were talking about Rogue One and you brought the man mm-hmm. up himself. Um, did you hear? Han Solo got another plane accident.
0: What is up with him?
1: He's he old! Made- that's what's up with him. He's old. He shouldn't be flying. That's
0: like, that's like his second airplane close call in as many years. This dude made the Kessel run in 12 parsecs and he can't fly a single prop plane to like the Florida Keys? What the fuck? Seriously.
1: I got a list. You of got a, a, all the plane, the air accidents that Han Solo has been in. You mean Harrison good, Ford, Harrison right? Harrison Ford, yeah. Because Hansel wouldn't
0: fuck around. Okay, it, this Harrison Ford, all
1: the way back to 1999. So the fact that there's an actual list. It, is there a list
0: of airplane close calls for you? For me? Is no. there one? No,
1: no, not there's a single. There's not one. i managed me. to avoid it. Yes, I'm not. And this dude has a list. He's got a list. The first one, October 23rd, 1999, Santa Clarita, California. Ford was on a training flight in a Bell 206 helicopter when he and the instructor made an emergency landing in a dry riverbed. So he was being trained as a helicopter, but he was still involved.
0: He was he, involved, but I'll give him a break on that one. That's no, on the instructor. no, you can't
1: give him a break because he's bad luck, Scott. That's the point. He's bad luck when it comes to flying. Never get on a plane with this man. Never. Um, June eighteenth, 2000, Lincoln, Nebraska. You were there.
0: I was just there. Yeah. yeah we're drinking
1: beer from Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. While landing in Lincoln, Nebraska, Ford's plane departed the runway due to a gust of wind. The aircraft, a Beechcraft Bonanza, sustained minor damage, and neither Ford or his passenger were injured. So it was a very minor one, but still. still. Maybe he had too many zip lines. and <laughs> maybe, uh... maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> um then we come up come up to March 5th, 2015. Santa Monica, California, the famous golf course landing. Oh, yes. The famous Ford was a pilot. Ford! Ford! <laughs> <laughs> um according to a pl- pl- blah, blah 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 preliminary report, Ford lost or Ford reported a loss of engine power shortly after taking off. After taking off uh, the Santa Monica Airport and attempted to, turn to the, uh, return to the runway, Ford then chose to land on a nearby golf course, clipping the top of a tree before landing. The aircraft was seriously damaged, and Ford was hospitalized with serious injuries.
0: And little did you know, there was actually a tour event going on, and Happy <coughs> Gilmore had to putt. A, <laughs> through the plane to
1: make the... Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> the plane was there. Hey, you got to play it as it lies. it
1: ricocheted off the propeller. Ding, boom, boom. It hit a tree, and then it went over yeah, the tail. Yeah, okay. There it is. And then finally, we come to February 13th of this year, 2017. Again, or no, again in California, but this time, Santa Ana. Santa Ana, California. Um... He was told to land his... He's 74 years old, by the way. This man should not be flying shit. But he was told to land his single-engine plane on a runway at John Wayne Airport. He mistakenly landed it on a parallel taxiway, passing over an American Airlines jet holding, holding uh, nearby. There was apparently 110 passengers on said plane. And this is the quote from Harrison Ford... As as he flew over the plane, was that airliner meant to be underneath me? Yeah.
0: I wouldn't have worried about those 110 passengers. I mean, he's in a single prop bonanza. They're in an American Airlines 747. Yeah, it, what if he, they would have cut
1: through him like a tin can. Okay, but what <laughs> if he, like, head bombed, like, it, right where the passengers are? That would have went through the plane a little bit. That would have caused some deaths. Was that airliner meant to be? He's underneath? in a 57
0: Ford. We're in a DeLorean. He'll cut through us like a tin can.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Somebody take th- this dude's... He's 74. Somebody takes this dude's license. Normally, at that point, you've got to take your, your grandfather's driver's license away from him. Somebody take his pilot's license away from him. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Where's Chewie at during all of this? Why is he going, like, next to him? Like, why is he taking the controls? God. I'm picturing his poor plane after all these close calls. It's probably like the Millennium Falcon. He's probably got, like, duct tape and shit on. He's probably, like, banging things with a wrench to get it to work. Hey.
1: I want a picture of Harrison Ford in his plane and his dog sitting right next to him. That's just what I want. And then a still image of Han Solo and Chewbacca in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. That's what I want. Yeah. I've never wanted anything more in my life other than that, I think.
0: Man, he's got to get his shit together.
1: <laughs> he does. Like, seriously. Well, we talked a lot about yeah. uh, Star Wars.
0: I hope... Uh... It was
1: a pretty. It was a pretty heavy Rogue One episode, but it needed to be done. I think we're like the only podcast that hasn't really talked about it. Yet, so...
0: Every other podcast has already talked about it, Yeah, so. but we didn't
1: saturate the market, I guess, so okay. you can listen to our thoughts now.
0: We're so behind the curve that we're actually ahead of the curve. Mind-blowing. <laughs> it's a different timeline where where we handle things differently. Alright, so Adam, why don't you tell the good people who have decided to sit through... Our hour-long Star Wars discuss- discussion, why don't you let the good folks know how they can reach For Your Distraction.
1: If you guys want to get a hold of For Your Distraction, you want to tell us how you liked Rogue One, if you want to give us a good idea how to get Harris Ford out of the air, email us, distraction at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and iTunes. Search For Your Distraction at Podcast FYD on iTunes. Like our page, follow us, uh, message us. Uh, We try to post as much as we can on there. For all you SoundCloud listeners, if you have an Apple iPhone, you can listen to us on iTunes. Search for distractions, subscribe to us there, comment on us, like us, share us. The only way we grow is if you help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. You can head over to (coughs) berealnetwork.com. You can uh you can head over to B Real Network dot com. You can uh subscribe or like
0: can Are you okay? My mind is fucking Are flooded. Are you okay? Right now.
1: Harrison Ford has my mind flooded right now. What
0: if we what if we got Harrison Ford? Okay, yeah, he has his plane landed. Okay, bear with me here, okay? He, say he's in getting a, a bagel or something, he's in the airport, his <clears throat> plane's just sitting there. And we get a whole bunch of snakes. And we put them on his plane without his knowledge. It is Snakes on a Plane 2 starring Harrison Ford, The Reality Show.
1: And Harrison Ford's only comment is, uh, are these snakes supposed to be in this plane? <laughs> I hate snakes. I hate them, Jacques. That's just
0: my pet snake, Reggie. Why did it have to be snakes?
1: <laughs> it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Apprentice. That's his go-to saying every episode. I hate him, Jock. <laughs> anyway, uh B Real Podcast Network, head over to uh BRealNetwork.com. We are on uh Podbean as well and iTunes. Right now everything's being revamped over in the network. So in the Podbean we're uh under the movie guys podcast. So you can search there, and you can search Movie Guys Podcast on iTunes. As soon as everything gets updated there and on the website, uh, it should be under B-Real be Network after that point. So You've
0: been busting your ass with the B-Real. I'm impressed. I've been trying a little bit. I I'm mean, I, I've, been,
1: I've been working with them a little more he lately. Those of you so. listening,
0: I'm pointing my pinky at Adam. <laughs> right there, pinky point. I like your work, kiddo. <laughs> like your work. All right, now it's my turn to give a shout-out to the Zipline Brewing Company, Copper Alt, beer of the show from Lincoln, Nebraska. Watch out for Harrison Ford wrecking his plane into your brewery, because apparently he likes to wreck there. But you have a good beer. You have a good beer. I enjoyed we it. do. I enjoyed it. It's a hybrid. I thought that was a kind of a unique thing, unique style. But we both enjoyed it. So Zipline Brewery, good job, fellas. So, would you be afraid if you were taking a flight and you heard over the loudspeaker, this is your captain, Harrison Ford?
1: I'd be like, get me off this plane! Get me off this plane! I'd be freaking There's out. There's something on the wing! <laughs> I got a fun fact for you, Scott, before you take off. Yes, Do you sir? know why there are holes in pen caps? Tell me why. Yeah, you ever notice at the top of the pen caps? There's always little holes in there. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, uh, there's holes in pen caps to prevent suffocation if you swallow it. No matter how far down it goes, there's a hole in the pen cap so air can get through. Motherfucker! I'm not kidding. I'm looking at it right now. Mind blown. <laughs> the, fact <laughs> that, the fact that that has to be a thing. <laughs> Your oh mind God. is blown now. Mind son. blown.
0: My mind is blown, just like Alderon.